Hi, I'm Dave. And I'm Claire. And welcome to My, My Mate Reckons, the show where we teach you about whatever we want to know about. About whatever things we are curious about. Listen, folks, fucking warnings <laughs> abound for this so, one. This is just one big warning. This is why we do warnings at the top. If this is not a one that you listen to in the car with no. your kids in the back. No, we're going to talk about so much sex <laughs> quite explicitly. Yes. Uh, lots of sex stuff. Yeah. Lots of body stuff. Yeah. We crack some inappropriate jokes. Yeah. Just be warned. Yeah. And if yeah. you're not in the mood for talking about butt stuff and other kinky sex play, then uh, don't listen. Yeah, but if you this one's not for you. If you wouldn't mind a bit of spice on your day. Get in there. Get in there, son. Hey there, Claire Bear. Hey there, David. Man, oh man, this week I'm <laughs> frightened and intrigued. <laughs> I the the things that my the things that happen to my algorithm <laughs> because of my dedication to being an educator on I know. this show. So tell me why you wanted to know about fisting. <laughs> because I don't know. Anything about it yep. is the honest answer. Yeah. And I don't understand it. Mm. And I'm not interested in trying it. Right. But I'm interested in figuring out why people are on board. Like, what is the turn on? What is it about it that, what is they, it about that people love? That people love. So I've gone down a fisting rabbit hole. Yeah. Or I've gone up more to the point. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there are many, many educational articles wow. about about it. Which is relieving because I would imagine if you're going in without doing any research, it's very easy to hurt I someone. think you need to do a lot of research. I would agree. And that is the main takeaway from what I've now learned about fisting is this is not like, oh, let's give it a burl. <laughs> Hey, let's just give it a try tonight. It's not the equivalent no, of a no, patch. No, no, It's not you a quick patch. You have to build. This is not like, hey, do you want to try doggy style? Yeah. This is like, we are building up to this. This is deeply intimate. This what is... is fisting for people who don't know? Okay, so. For the, for the is... eight-year-olds listening. <laughs> it is the hand, someone else's hand. Yes. Uh, usually up to their wrist. Oh my gosh! Going into either the vagina oh. or the anus. Ah! Into the sphincter. Yep. So you are getting the hand, the fingers. Well, I I don't know what the actual. I don't think you need to get up to wrist to it to it to be qualified as fisting. I think sure. it's any amount of. I would say more than a couple of fingers, fingers. as you're getting into hand. Yeah. It's not a like. Put your hand in a fist and then punch, punch. <laughs> their genitals. <laughs> that is not, not, how it works. not how it works. And hope and hope it opens up to yeah, you invitingly. <laughs> this is not the yeah. case. So I've I've pulled out a couple of great articles because it's a lot of porn. People watch a lot yeah. of porn about fisting. Yeah. And um it's not surprisingly. Porn, are you saying pornography is not a great it's sexual not, education? Yeah. I resource? know. How Holy bizarre. Cow. 
So a lot of people in both anal fisting and vaginal fisting say what they like about it mm. is a, a sense of feeling full. Yeah, I would imagine. A sense of feeling stretched. Yes, I would. A yes, correct. A sense of feeling like, um, like yet yeah, that you are full. Is fullness is the word that is right. repeated. Right. People also talk about. I wouldn't the have fact said full. I would have said ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> People also talk about the fact that it is incredibly. Intimate. Uh, no kidding. Because your communication mm-hmm. and your level of trust and surrender. Yes, have to, and that's what people also say is sexy about it. Is yeah, that you have to completely surrender yeah. and trust the person as the fisty. Yeah, you have to trust the fister. Yeah, to keep you safe. Yeah, um, all of that makes sense psychologically to me. Yeah, you need to be able to talk. It's like the second. That's the number one tip. Is the second that it hurts. Stop. Yell out your safe word. Yeah. Palestine. <laughs> My mate records. <laughs> that's a good safe that's word. That's a good safe word. No, because then they might be like, that's a tip about what to do next. Right. So things you need to think about are trimming your nails. Uh, hmm? Making sure your hand is yes. clean and tidy. Yes. Um, You're going to need a lot of lube. Yeah. You also want digestion for the fisty to be sorted. Well, that's the thing that I read about anal fisting is that people are concerned. This is this article called it. The three main risks are poop, pain, permanent damage. Oh, easy to remember. I love it. The triple poop, P. Poop, pain, permanent damage. Yes. The, the risk of poo is higher because we have... Three different, our anus has three different sphincters. Yeah, I love this so much. I love that you've researched this. Yes. Yeah. Two at the Hang on, our anus has two, three three different different sphincters. I didn't know that either. Oh, wow. Okay. So you have one at, uh, you have two at the opening of the canal. Yeah. And one, which is called the distal sphincter, at the end of the canal. Ah. Where's the third one? Floating. Well, so it the, goes where it needs to be. There's two at the beginning yeah. and then there's one oh, okay. at the end. Right. So the distal sphincter separates the anal canal from the upper rectum yeah. and the lower anal colon, which is like where in your colon is yeah. where your poop is housed. Yeah, right. Okay. It's the garage for your poop. The garage for your poop. Is in your anal Excellent. colon. Yes. So because you are going further up into those three sphincters, mm-hmm. it is likely that you will get closer to the garage of poop. Right, and then you don't want to accidentally hit the garage door button. And then get and poop. Then get which poop. is what can happen. So they suggest if you are going to try it, it's like laxatives or uh, douching. or Empty it out. Empty it out. like um, Make sure no one's in the garage. Yes, like hardcore douching. Right. Hardcore laxatives. Um, Imodium, if you want to like... Shut that shit down. Oh, my gosh, right. Um, but also you need to be careful with playing around with those things because your anus is very sensitive. Yeah. And you don't want to, like, get any scratches. You yeah. don't want to get any fissures. It's like just be very, very careful. Careful You need gentle. to commit to good fisting hygiene and yes. good fisting communication. And if you're with a partner and you think pooing 
poo being around could be the most mortifying thing ever, then you're probably not ready to have a fist fist inside you. Exactly. Yeah. I think... Because poo is poo. If you're playing with an anus, you need to expect poo. Yeah. That's Not on the card. Expect poo. It could happen. Hope for poo is what you're saying. <laughs> well, some people do. That's some people thing. do. Indeed. No shame here. Whatever gets you off, gets Indeed. you off. If what? you are two consenting, if you are however many consenting adults, um, so other people were concerned about whether it stretch your butthole. So unlike the, I would hope, unlike the because it's not getting in there unstretched. So a vagina can stretch up to ten centimeters. Because it's a wondrous, amazing thing. <laughs> can stretch up to ten centimeters to di- fully dilate yeah. for a baby. Yeah. So then I was like, I want to do some research about what are the standard sizes of canals and vaginas. Sure. So this is all like every vagina is like. A, a person is it's like a fucking fingerprint. Snowflake. It's a snowflake. It's Every vagina the... is a fingerprinted snowflake. Exactly. So it has said here that uh, where is it? The oh god, I lost my. But surely that's a that's a like interesting, potentially oh, heartbreaking slash liberating moment for partners where it's like, well, I'm not stretchy enough slash your hands are too giant. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's just not going to work. So they say that Your... the vaginal depth yeah. on average is yeah. between 7 to 8 centimetres in an unstimulated state. Right. But can stretch up to 11 to 12 centimetres during... Intercourse. In, during sexual it, arousal. Yeah. yeah. Or if there is, like, a speculum, if you are getting a pap smear right. or a... Right. Well, yes. amazing. 11 to 12 centimetres. So that's pretty robust for a hand. Indeed. Indeed. I'm looking at my fist trying to imagine the size. Yeah. trying to imagine the measurement. But, of course, I've got massive hands. And you know what they say about guys with massive hands? (laughs) What do they say, David? They've got great gloves. (laughs) They need to find gloves. So the suggestion here is to play with toys. Yep. Play with dil- dilator sets. Like Small this is things. not like don't go in cold. Yeah. This is like you need to go. This is something I'm curious about trying. I am. This is a, a series of steps. Get some lube. Get some get toys. Get to the top of in the mountain. Series of you need to sizes. Like practice putting things in your butthole. Mm-hmm. For sure. Practice putting things into your vagina. For sure. To to stretch and play. And the other thing is you have to make sure that you feel safe with the person that you are doing it with because you have to talk about what yeah, you're doing. what you're feeling and what's what you're going feeling, on. What you're feeling, what's okay, whether mm. you want, like, if you've got one finger there, if yeah. you want it to go to two and so forth, like so on and so forth. It's like... Amazing. Safe, safe, safe. So then how where much, I wanted to... Oh, yeah. How much fisting do you think is happening? Oh, so much. I think. Out of all the sex in the world. So much. Yeah? Yeah, so much. I read a great book, um, a fiction, about a young, like a coming out story, um, coming of age, coming out story about a young woman who uh, recognises that she is queer, mm. has been dating men, and then kind of then finally has a revelatory moment where she's like, actually, I think I'm gay. Yeah. And then you follow her navigating um, dating 
and learning about lesbian sex and she ends up with a very experienced partner and there are many many very sexy fisting scenes oh wow erotically written amazing fisting scenes so i think it's more common than we think than, than us vanillas might think yeah so then i wanted to i was like well, well then more what power are the to you. other things that we think are taboos sure because we would call this a taboo sure i would say that is not no sexual health and sexual indeed whatever, whatever you want to do as long as you're doing it safely um then I was like, what are the other taboos that we don't talk about often or that are like people poo-poo? <laughs> uh-huh. Period sex is one of them. Ah, yes, of course. That, peri- that people poo-poo that. And that is up to each individual. Into each individual, absolutely. And each people wanting to navigate that. I was like, yeah, that's one. Even the definition of what sex is. Can we just pause on period sex for yes. a second? Because it's not, I think, the Fear for a lot of people mm. is that it's potentially unhygienic yes. or somehow uncooked. But that's all baggage mm. from from how we feel about menstruation. You, there's nothing actually harmful. No. If you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. Then that's that's yeah. Fine, there's nothing. Obviously. Yeah. There's nothing medically incorrect no, you're or, not, you're or not, risky. Yeah. About it. There. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing I would say is is make sure everyone has an STI. Yes, of course, check, because there's because an of extra blood. amount of fluids yeah. going around. Yeah. But that's kind of, that should be having safe sex practices Indeed. no matter what you're doing. Indeed. Um, I was saying the, like even the definition that our idea around what sex is and that sex has to be penetrative mm. to be sex. Yeah, it's really and it's like that's up. a taboo, that, that's a thing we don't talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you and I have both now watched... Yes, Sex, Love and Goop. Sex, Love and Goop. You can go back and learn about Goop. It was one of our very first vagina candles. It was. It was when in the first Paltrow, 10 episodes. That we did. But there's a series that Goop has done called Love, Sex and Goop, and it's about sex therapists and relationships, intimacy therapists. fascinating. It is fucking It goes to some wild places. So it's six couples, six therapists navigate a, an issue or something that these couples want to look at. It looks at tantra. It looks at body image. And therapeutic practices range on a spectrum anywhere from, like, what what you would imagine sex therapists would look like in a mainstream setting. Yes. To, like, psychic sex therapists and energetic sex therapists and all this. Stuff. So it's pretty wild and interesting. And then looking at, like, individual... Watch. Trauma yes. or patterns which then impact your relationships and your capacity to then hold space and have sex with people. Yeah. So interesting. Really cool. What did you love most about it? I find as I get older and more relaxed. Fisting uh, is enjoyable. No. <laughs> and I've gotten more of a handle on, I think I'm very lucky in that I grew up cis- male and white so i felt ownership over my sexuality but mm. i felt really confused about it because of my queerness and because of my bisexuality so that was that was an issue for a while but the main thing i felt for the longest time was horniness and shame over my horniness mm. and shame over my sexual appetite and the only resource i had was pornography yeah. as many of us do but as i'm getting older and i'm in a relationship now that's now like 12 years old 
So the level of comfort with my own body, the level of yeah. comfort with my own, there's less hormones in my body. Yeah. So it's like more, so I am just genuinely fascinated. Mm. I've gotten past porn. Yeah. And I've gone, I'm just genuinely fascinated in learning so much about sex. And this was a whole like, because there's part of sex education that we don't get, which is STDs and levels of pleasure and communication and mm. ruddy, ruddy, rah. But once you've established that foundation, going to other places of like, well, this is how other cultures think about sex or this is how, mm. this is where sex and um, spirituality intersect or this is yeah. where sex and uh, therapy intersect and what that means. Blah, blah, blah. Like all of that at the very least at the base level is fascinating yeah. to me because it's sex and we're all fascinated. As part of human beings. Never mind the fact that if, if you're, you can go and explore it by yeah. yourself or with a partner one of the and things, then that's fun. Yes. One of the things I found most interesting, there's a couple of big takeaways, but it was like one of them was we have, we are edu- we are highly educated people mm. and yet we don't coach, we don't talk, we don't educate, we don't tutor mm. in sex and bodies mm. So there's a whole section in the episode about the clitoris mm. and we only really discovered and fully mapped what the clitoris actually looks like and the size of it in 2009. Yeah, we did an episode on vaginas yes. a while ago. Yeah. So it's like we our, our understanding about how our own bodies work and how our bodies are entire from head to toe receptacles of pleasure yeah. and what is possible for our bodies. I found that so interesting. So in terms of learning in terms of like the shame we feel about sex and learning more about it and then the other thing i found really interesting about that was we couples especially will go to like therapy or go to sex Mm. therapy when they're already a place where it's like oh something's wrong or it's crisis where it's like if you're in relationship we should be learning how to be vulnerable we should learning how to communicate we should be learning about how to be innovative mm. in our sex lives mm. all the time mm. and from the beginning mm. so that rather than it is like okay let's unravel mm. the work and so much of our like brain body trauma history patterns communication all of the other stuff is it's all linked into how we have sex and how we receive Absolutely. pleasure, how we give pleasure. And that's the that's one of the biggest takeaways is that depending on your level of woo-woo that you're comfortable with, but as a baseline, really getting comfortable with the notion that your body has an intelligence. Yes. And that we are shamed out of that or listening to it because if we listen to our body's intelligence and what our body wants, mm. then that is uh could lead us down a path that would yeah. lead us to the devil or or whatever so much whereas, shame. so much shame whereas just your body wanting touch or just being touched well we need it it just you know and i'm talking about non-sexual yeah. touch especially in this day and age where so much human communication is yeah. separated from the body so much can be communicated with hugging or just or touch or just being with another person mm. or with yourself and with your own body and being comfortable with it. Yes. That's I think a on a work. primal prim, primal 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 level we are pack animals. Yes. We are kept safe by can, mm. like by being in a pack mm. and being safe. So now the more isolated we are and through the situation and context that we are in, we are more isolated than ever. 
And you see it in kids, of course. Yeah. You see, I've got a four-year-old and a two-year-old. They wrestle like lion cubs constantly, and they want touch from their parents all the time. And I don't think that's something you grow out of. No. It's something you suppress. It's, yeah. Or it's something you move away from or convince yourself you don't need it. Plus, of course, they run around naked all the time without a care in the world. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Are you Are you a naked house? They're a naked house. <laughs> but, yeah, we have, we have a level of comfort with nudity around. Yes, which has been a conscious effort yeah. from my wife and I to flick that yeah, switch. We are, yeah, we are comfortable well, with our bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is no big deal. Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's so good. It's yeah. so healthy. Yeah. So healthy. Um, sex toys was a thing that is oh, often yeah. a taboo yeah, yeah. that we don't talk about sex toys or exploring sex on your own, your own pleasure or your own orgasm on your own, and that orgasm has to be the result of sex too. That orgasm has to be the result of sex or that orgasm... Is the end goal all the time. And that for men, orgasm and ejaculation is the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's statistics around, I would say, vagina-scented orgasm are... Yeah. Horrifying. Sad. Sad. Yeah. Sad, sad, sad. Um, consensual impact play or like BDSM. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's a, like, or any kind of kink really. We did an episode on kink as well. Did, did we? Well, we did an episode on... Did we do an episode on BDSM? Not on BDSM, but on... Um, there were sex statistics, I remember that. Yes, but on, you did a great one on like where kinks come from. Did I... Good for me. Because maybe that was with furries. Maybe that was your other podcast. <laughs> with my other, my other mate. Your other mate, <laughs> who I hate, my nemesis. Pegging. Oh, that's the whole thing. That's What's pegging, thing? Claire Christian? Pegging is where someone will use a strap-on or a dildo to penetrate a, a usually het cis. There's man. so many male people in my life who identify as cis male, mm -hmm. that I wish I could give, like, a prescription to. of Like, go get pegged, you motherfucker. <laughs> Play with your <laughs> anal G-spot. Be surrender. Yes, yeah, surrender. Calm down. Surrender. <laughs> surrender, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's lots of shame around buttholes. Buttholes are a whole thing. Um... Yeah, voyeurism and exhibitionism. So of course. People like to have sex outside or the idea of being... Well, that's an interesting one. Seen. That's an interesting one because that starts to involve people who aren't consensual in the sex act. Well, I think everyone should be consensual in any Absolutely. Kind of sex Absolutely. So, which rather takes away the thrill from exhibitionism, doesn't it? If well, you I like... think you could, like, that's why you would then go to sex parties. Yeah, right, right, would, right, right. You would... You yeah, know, you would watch other people yeah. have sex consensually. Not just at the bus stop. Yeah, you are not like deviant or devious no. if you no. want to watch other people have sex yeah. or whatever it is. Well, thanks, mate. That's Human huge. Sexuality. It's fascinating. So fascinating. I find it so interesting. We've done this suite of episodes now on it. That's fantastic. I, I find it so interesting, particularly because people feel so much shame about it. And I think if we just talked about it more. Yeah. And that was the big takeaway from that goop thing. It was just like, we just need to talk more. That's right. And be more vulnerable about 
ourselves, our bodies, our pleasures, our histories, what turns us on. It is big, though. I mean, when you go to a new place with a sexual partner or with yourself, there's, mm. and, there's and you find a place of vulnerability, Yeah, stuff gets released. Like, yeah. there's emotion and there's things that can take some time to navigate. Well, because it's a mind-body connection, yeah, connection too. And absolutely. there's, like, energy lives in our bodies and absolutely. we store trauma in our bodies and... We store trauma in our butts. We do store trauma <laughs> in our butts. We've got full circle. In the poop canal. In, <laughs> in the poop, poop garage. garage. <laughs> May your poop garages be free, uh, listeners. Thanks for being my mate, Claire. Thanks for being my mate, Dave. listening to the show if you'd like to leave a rating and review on whatever service you're listening to this please on, do that would be great that'd be great tell, tell your friends tell your mates that's right that's the name of the show i see what you did there <laughs> where can people find you claire people can find me on instagram at claire and pearl where can people find you dave people can find me at dave burton writer and if you have a suggestion or a question or would like to point out how much Claire got wrong. <laughs> or how much Dave got wrong. Then you can write us an email at mymatereckons at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you.